Welcome back to the People of the PNW podcast. This is a podcast we've created for our Pacific Northwest region people, and it's all about like the best things that are happening out there. As Kelly and I go out into the field all the time, we learn great things from the people out there, and we're learning great things from the offices and, and the practices and processes that we're doing. So we really wanted to share it with you guys. As your regional developer in our long-term group of teams, I'm really proud about the big strides that we're making on working together across boundaries and continuously building a stronger brand for Express. Kelly, I know you've been a big part of this and I really appreciate everything you're doing to help with this too. So thank you. Thanks, Dawn. It's fun to try and and teach people things in a little bit different way. I think we're all sick of reading emails. That's pretty much all we do. So I think it's nice that you could hopefully just listen to us, even if the editing is always the best. (laughs) (laughs) We are kind of rookies at this, but we really appreciate it. And we hope that you're getting value out of it. We've got some great feedback. So thanks to all of you. And thanks to you, Kelly. Thanks. Today, Kelly and I are joined by Denise Anderson from the Tacoma office. Welcome to the studio, Denise. Thank you. We appreciate you being here and sharing what is working for you in your busy Tacoma office for you and your team. So you are the expert for sure. Thank you. How many people are in the Tacoma office? Again, just to give people a perspective. We have 11 now. Wow, you are fast growing and you guys are kicking off 2019 with a bang. We are on fire. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you guys are. For those of you that have not, or for those of you that have been in Tacoma, you know the huge volume of traffic they get every day. The face-to-face walk-ins, the interviews scheduled that they're constantly doing, and then of course the phone calls that they get all the time. This lady is managing it all. Yeah. How many people would you guess on like a Monday at 10 a.m. you usually have in your lobby? I usually have by 10, there's at least six to seven people and just by 10. phones are ringing off the hook. Off the hook. <laughs> off the hook. <laughs> now you know why we invited Denise to come in and share today. <laughs> yeah, Denise, what, what year did you say you were on? I'm going to be on six years in August. Wow. I know. It's gone by kind of fast. Congrats. Thank you. So I'll never forget the early days, or I call them the early Denise days. (laughs) BD, AD. (laughs) I never heard anyone answer the phone so fast. I literally had a conversation with Monica like, um, Denise talks super fast. And now I understand. I get it. That's the only way you can really handle the volume that you do. So, and you do it with such grace and professionalism. Thank you. Thank you. Denise is always my, like one of my favorite people to call first of all she always knows it's me as soon as I talk and some people are like Kelly who which I get we deal with like 800 people it doesn't hurt my feelings but Denise is always like hey (laughs) (laughs) and I love that anytime Dina or anyone from headquarters is asking for a recommendation we're like Denise Anderson like yeah (laughs) (laughs) thank you and then we forget we should probably ask Jan or Monica (laughs) we can talk to them we'll just put Denise's name in there (laughs) Okay, so let's get started. As a first contact for every associate, every candidate that comes in, or anyone that calls, like prospects or clients, um, what do you think is a primary tip that you want to pass on um, to make a really good first impression? Uh, for me, I am. I make sure that everyone sees how excited I am about my job and 
try to make them feel just as excited when they're coming in and applying, um, looking for a member of my team, um, anything, just, just letting them know that we're excited that they're here. We're going to do everything that we can to, to make your experience a positive one. And it starts with me because I'm, you know, the one that you're going to see first. <laughs> that is such a great tip. And it shows that you do that. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you, every time I talk to you, you always have a big smile on your face and I can hear it through the phone. And I think that it goes a long way because I'm sure you deal with your share of frustrated associates. I do. I mean, that never happens in Tacoma because oh, they're yeah, so no, on never. Top of it. <laughs> So what do you think is the most important thing in creating a positive candidate experience with walk-ins and call-ins? Just just hearing what their need is. Let um, I know they're there looking for, when they're coming in, they're looking for work. When they call in, they want to talk to someone to help them find work. And just um, making them comfortable when they come in or when they call. Just, um, my team is awesome. You know, um, I'm going to help get you through the first process and then we'll get you back to a member. And we're just going to see what we can do for you and hopefully have you walk out with an assignment, with a job. Wow. Can everyone take a step from that? I love it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you deal with a ton of traffic and usually it's just you up front, right? Yes. yes. How do you prioritize calls and customer service issues? It may not sound easy, but for me, it's easy. When people are walking in, they can see that I'm on the phone. My phones are ringing. So I usually just say, I'll be right with you. And they see me taking the calls. The people on the phone don't know that I have people in my lobby. So I, I take my calls. Um, if I can, I assist them. If not, I get them to the appropriate person. Um, and then the people in front of me, again, just kind of, hey, I'll be right with you. Let me get you started on this while I've got another call on hold. I let them know why you're doing this. I'm going to take care of this call and then I'll come back to you and we'll get you through the rest of the process. So just communicating, just communicating. Are you doing anything? I know some of the offices will use like messenger, but I don't think you guys do that in your office, right? How do you coordinate with, you know, like Bridget or, or Monica, if they're on the phone, it's like snapping. (laughs) Honestly, it is. I get up, I move a lot. I, I don't just sit at my desk. I get up and I move. They all have windows um, and doors. And so I'll get their attention. I'll wait until they're off the phone. I wait till they're at a point, a stopping point if they have someone in their office and just, just coordinating and doing it the professional way. Um, just letting them know, Hey, you've got a call or, you know, someone's waiting, or I told someone you'd call them back when we get a chance, just letting them know that we're busy. So with so many different people in your office and the different needs that they have, what if you have to put someone on hold or you have to transfer someone to voicemail? Like, how are you handling that? Because I will tell you, um, before you answer this, I'll tell you that our person at the front desk, Carla, I feel so bad for her because Leanna wants this said and Don wants this said and Kelly wants this said and Dave wants this said. It's like we all have different needs and how we want it handled. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it just goes back to... Um, organ being organized and knowing what your team, um, what their needs are. Everyone's different. And I've prided myself in just making sure that I know that everyone is different and giving them what they need. And it is going to be different on a daily basis. Some like emails, some want people in voicemail, some don't want in voicemail. So just being aware of who I'm dealing with, what their needs are, and then what are the needs of my team as well. And just trying to be that happy medium of they're unavailable. They probably will be for a couple hours. How about I shoot them an email and they'll follow with you when they get a chance. And just having them know that they can trust me that I'm going to do that because my team will then follow up with them. I love that you say they're unavailable because what I'm finding, and I do this when I call other offices too, like if I'm calling Bellevue office, and and I'm just using this as an example, it doesn't happen. But if I call Bellevue office and they're like, 
he's not here or he's in a meeting or he's on the phone. And I'm like, well, is he actually in the office? (laughs) It's like, you're wondering like, what is the real story? So I like that you just say they're unavailable. Mm -hmm. They'll get back to you as soon as possible. It's like, you're promising that customer service. Exactly. How do you make sure it happens as a follow-up? Because I follow up. I have to follow up. Hey, you know, Bridget, I've, I shot to an email. Were you able to call that person back? If not, let me call them back and let them know that you're still unavailable. Um, the day was a little busier than we thought. Somebody will actually follow up later today or first thing tomorrow. Just follow up. And it starts again with me as well. I love that. That is a key takeaway right there for anyone listening right now. I yeah. love that. Okay. So what is the tricks that you have to manage? And you kind of touched on this, but just to elaborate, to manage the full lobby traffic, the interview walk-ins, and when people have been waiting so long, like how are you managing that? Again, it goes back to communication. If people are waiting, just assuring them, hey, it's you know that interview before you is going a little bit longer. Would you like a granola bar? Would you like some coffee? Would you like some water? Or even poss- you know, possibly getting them started and making sure they downloaded our jobs app. They can look at jobs Whoa! while they're in the lobby. Shout out. <laughs> That's one of my stats, and I love it. I love it. I love it. What do you mean, one of your stats? Um, we have I we all have stats for the week, and my stats are when people come in, having them download, if possible, our Ooh, jobs app. Love that. Uh huh. And so I find that more people are doing it versus the the ones that are saying no. It's, it's you know for whatever reason, but for the majority, they're they're actually yeah, I'll do that. So that's something they can do while they're waiting as well. That's great. I love to hear that. I don't, I feel like. We had a lot of momentum in the beginning, so I'm glad to hear that you're still keeping it a, a big focus of yes, yours. Yes. And it gives them something to do. Mm-hmm. And people are actually excited about it. They're like, wow, I can actually see other jobs. I'm like, yeah. And I think it's important to point out that your your office doesn't do a ton of scheduling, right? Like you're dealing with a lot of walk-in traffic, we, right? We, we do. We actually do a little bit of both. We just went back to scheduled interviews, but we do still get that walk-in traffic every single day. Yeah. So people are waiting, I mean, a long time sometimes to interview. Yes. Yes. They could wait sometimes up to, it depends if they're coming in the middle of everyone, every employment specialist taking an interview, they could wait 15 to 20 minutes or a little bit longer. So again, it goes back to, it's going to be a little bit, do you mind waiting? If not, I'm definitely going to have somebody follow up with you. And then we can again, reach out and see what we can do for you. Yeah. You guys do a really good job at focusing on whatever's best for the the person Yes. Like we just want to talk to you as soon as we possibly can, mm-hmm. what works best for you. And that I think is why you guys are able to have such a high number of hours and filling. I mean, you guys fill a ton of jobs yes. on a weekly yes. basis. Yes. So it's really great. Yes. What do you think if you could kind of gather everyone in the region, what do you think it's important for the other FOCs to know? And then as a follow-up, what do you think it's important for other people to know about the FOC role? Because it really is one of the hardest jobs in the office. It is. But for me, I would encourage you to embrace your role and just just own it. Just own it. Do um, stay organized, stay focused, stay positive. Even on the frustrating days, just stay, <laughs> just stay focused because the end result is that associate walking out with a job and you just help fill an order. And it starts with us. I enjoy what I do. I believe I'm good at what I'm doing. We Um, do too. (laughs) We love you. Amen to that. Yeah. And so I just help facilitate from front to back, having a good experience, whatever that looks like. Key point. I love that. Thank you so much. And is there any other thoughts on how you dominate this? We want more of you. So share your knowledge, girl. For me, what I've learned in the six years that I've been doing this role is that it's 
it's all about the experience. It starts with me and it ends with me when them when they're walking out the door and I say, bye, have a good day. Or if they're on the phone, I say, have a nice day. Um, just again, just owning it. And um, if it's truly your, I'm passionate about what I do. I know that when that person walks in nine times out of 10, they're walking out with a job, whether it starts today, tomorrow, or next week, they're going to walk out um, having a positive experience. And so I just stay very organized. I come in with my game face on that. This is going to be a good day. Yeah. I think that's so important. What do you think other people should know if they're not in the FOC role? And some people have never done that position. What do you think is important for them to know? I would say that the front office coordinator, they're key. They're, they're your, their first impression. They're, they're the ones who kind of set the pace from that person coming in to going back to you. So just understand that they're just as busy as you are, but that they're a part of your team and they're a strong part of your team. They, they truly are. And they're busier sometimes yeah, because yeah. they're not just dealing with your busyness. They're dealing with the six other people you work with mm -hmm. busyness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thanks again, Denise, for joining us. We love your energy here and in our office and in the studio and your team, our region and express is so grateful to have the quality of customer service that you provide and have provided for from the beginning, like seven years, six years. So yeah. thank you so much. The view out there, if you're ever driving down I-5, they back up right to I-5 in South Tacoma. Uh, just take the 56th Street exit, go south about a block, and they're right there. So stop in and look for them and, and see how they're managing it because they are an exceptional office. Mm -hmm. Love that energy. So thanks for making this a great experience and um, have a great day. Until next time. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Denise. Thank you.